Welcome to the Hansa podcast, a knowledge base for small and medium-sized businesses about growth and sustainability. Today's podcast is our third episode and it's about why every business should make sustainable growth a priority. We'll first explain the meaning of the term sustainable growth and why you should make it a priority. There are lots of misconceptions when it comes to understanding sustainability. We'll try to clarify them. Then we'll give you some practical tips on how you can pursue sustainable growth in your business. I'm Sunil Regular. My partner Mr. Trinath Babu and I work closely with growth companies in India. We see examples of some small and medium-sized businesses with great growth potential not reaching their next level of growth. Through this podcast, we'd like to share some practical insights about how to enable growth and also talk about sustainability. The detailed notes of this podcast are available at our website www.hansapartners.in. In our previous podcast, we discussed the topic of how to value your business. As a continuation of that topic, today we will discuss sustainable growth. You may wonder what the link is between valuation and sustainable growth, and we'll address that in this podcast. We are very passionate about sustainable growth and sustainability, and we'd like all SMEs to embrace that concept to build better businesses. Most business owners we meet find it easy to understand the meaning of the word growth, but the word sustainable is something that they don't understand. They usually think it's some management jargon or a PR jargon that we are using to look good. We've structured today's podcast into three sections. First, understanding what sustainable growth means and why it should become a priority for all businesses. Then we'll give you eight practical tips to pursue sustainable growth. Third, we will then explain three things that you should avoid doing when it comes to sustainability. So let's start and get into our first section, which is understanding what sustainable growth means and why it should become a priority for all businesses. The term sustainable growth has two parts to it: sustainable and growth. Let's first understand the meaning of the word sustainable. The term sustainable is not new. It has always existed and most people are also aware of the meaning of it. The goddess of wealth in Hindu religion is called Lakshmi Devi. If you ask people in India what Lakshmi stands for, the most common answer is wealth and money. But this goddess has eight forms called Ashtalakshmi. Ashta means eight and all these eight forms provide different things that create sustainable life these include good health food knowledge family courage to lead a sustainable life you need all these and that's the definition of wealth that goddess lakshmi provides when it comes to businesses the same principles apply you create businesses to generate profits and create wealth but in that process you need to consider people and society and also the environment 
This holistic approach to business is what we call sustainable. For a long time, we have had excessive focus on the profit aspect and have ignored the social and environmental aspects. But we've reached a point where that needs to be corrected and it needs to be corrected with a sense of urgency. To make this more specific, the United Nations has defined 17 sustainability development goals. I would urge all of you to Google the term SDG and read more about the 17 UN Sustainability Development Goals. Me and my partner spend a lot of time with SME owners, management teams, employees, workers, customers, and to some extent understand the reality of small and medium-sized businesses in a developing country like India. At the same time, we have worked extensively with global sustainability experts, with investors, fund managers, and we also understand their perspective. So while we understand the global approach and definitions, we are firmly rooted in reality of doing business in India. Most people we speak to in India understand sustainability as CSR or corporate social responsibility or non-profit type of work. This is a common misconception. In India, the Companies Act of 2013 defines that all companies above a certain size should allocate 2% of their net profit to CSR type activities. You can see the annual reports of most listed companies in India and you'll see a lot of good work that they do in CSR. We've recently reviewed an investment case whose business model was to take the share of these CSR funds in companies and allocate them to achieving certain sustainability development goals. But the point here is that the CSR work that these companies are are referring to is something that is not related to their core business. The main business could be a construction business and they could be building a lot of schools as part of their CSR work. Sustainability that we are referring to should form the core of the business model of any company. It's not something that the company would do on the side. For example, if the construction company starts pursuing affordable housing projects, then sustainability becomes a core of its business model. When we talk about environment and taking care of employees, many people feel that they're already doing it. And they're also right. But the approach mostly is that of compliance. Companies and governments have long focused on this and there are strict regulatory guidelines to adhere to. Take the case of pollution. We have a pollution control board in India which monitors this in all industries and set emission standards. They conduct regular audits and without their permission, most large projects cannot start or industries that are not conforming to to the set standards could be closed down. Our definition of sustainability is much beyond complying to regulatory norms. So in summary, sustainable refers to a business that is pursuing profits but it's also taking care of the social and environmental aspects. 
The core business model of the company is addressing one or more of the sustainability development goals defined by the UN. Now let's understand the meaning of the term growth in this context. Most people are aware of the global mega trends like climate change, rapid urbanization, pollution, scarcity of water, demographic changes, technology disruptions. Many of these mega trends have become an everyday reality for people living in cities like Delhi because of the very bad quality air they have to breathe every day. It's the reality for people in a city like Chennai in India who are facing acute water shortage. So the common man and society at large are worried about themselves and their future. This worry is resulting in fundamental changes in what people buy, whom they want to do business with, where they want to invest their money. Take the case of an Indian consumer products company called Patanjali. People are worried about their health and want to lead a healthier lifestyle. When a company addressed that need at an affordable price point, people rapidly adopted the company's products. The company reported sales of more than 10,000 crore in 2017. There are many more such examples of companies that have understood this fundamental shift in consumer preferences and are making use of that to enable growth. Sustainability is a global megatrend resulting in several new opportunities and business models. That's the reason SMEs should make sustainable growth a priority. I recently visited Norway. The last time I was there was in 2016. A friend of mine in Oslo asked me what the biggest change I saw in Oslo. I told him that it was the electric vehicles on the roads. I saw so many Teslas and Volkswagen Golfs on the roads. Tesla is a great example of benefiting from the mega trend when it comes to using renewable energy and reducing emissions from automobiles. In the last few decades, technology has fundamentally changed the way we communicate and has resulted in new business models and many established companies have been disrupted. Focus on sustainability will do the same in the coming years and decades. Industries and business models that are not sustainable will not survive. Having understood what sustainable growth means, let's understand how an SME business owner can work towards achieving that. Section 2 is about the 8 things you can do to achieve sustainable growth. First thing is to leverage the mega trends in your particular niche to enable growth. In your specific domain, look at the mega trends and see which trend you can benefit from. We worked with an IT services company which was catering to the needs of global customers. There were about 200 employees in that business. So it was pursuing the sustainability goal of creating decent work. We identified an innovation in that industry which significantly reduced construction project costs and brought about transparency into large infrastructure projects. This innovation was then made the focus of the future growth in that company and that's how the core business model became more sustainability focused. Many businesses will face this challenge 
that what they are addressing right now is a commodity product or a service and so they'll have to do that exercise of identifying the mega trends in their domain and see what they can do to address them pursuing new things is a big risk in most smes but it's better than gradually becoming an unviable business improve governance to reduce risks we met a business owner recently who said that they recruited someone in their board who comes with a lot of experience in a large company he was paid a big fee each month but this person had no understanding of the realities in his business he felt it was a complete waste of his money to have such people on the board most people underestimate the power of good corporate governance of external experts of new ideas and of opinions from someone who's not lost in the operational details of the business most indian businesses appoint company secretaries to take care of all their compliance work in boards that's their understanding of corporate governance if you need new ideas about sustainability if you need oversight about strategy creation and execution if you need someone who can review the business owner's limitations you can use corporate governance as that tool so go ahead and do that third point is about people equals to profit treat your people well and they will in turn treat your customers well profits will then follow everybody knows this but if your focus is on profits only without taking good care of your employees then you'll never build a sustainable business model an extraordinary example in this regard is an entrepreneur we met an year ago he manages a high growth business which is doubling each year and has now reached the 100 crore sales level he's blind from birth he employs mostly blind people in his company and one of his company's motto is that we also employ able people he has created a business model that is disrupting an established industry it's a great example of creating superior businesses by also taking good care of your people there are simple tools that you can use to empower people in your organization and that will in turn drive innovation growth and profits fourth recruit more women in senior positions we have met 50 to 60 companies in the past and have come across 4 to 5 women in key decision making positions in companies most promoters spouses and children are listed as directors in companies it's a common thing in india but they don't have any active role in decision making i attended a conference in oslo in april 2019 and it was about having women in senior positions in investment companies even in the most progressive countries in some industries the ratio of women at decision making levels was less than 10% they had mentioned about a research that showed that having more women in decision making roles leads to better decisions and hence better results there is significant potential to recruit more women in companies in senior positions create the right kind of environment to facilitate that in your company get access 
to specialized funding. This is the fifth point. At the beginning of this podcast, I had mentioned that I'll tell you about the link between valuations and sustainability. I'll do that now. Impact investing has become very popular these days. Why is that the case? Have many investors suddenly started thinking about investing in good causes? The answer lies in changing preferences of people that I had mentioned earlier. The biggest investors in the world are pension funds and insurance companies. Their customers are ordinary citizens, teachers, factory workers and nurses. These people are also worried about sustainability and want their pension funds to be invested in a socially responsible manner. That is putting pressure on investors to create special funds to invest in certain sectors and that is leading to the creation of impact funds. But that's the case as of today. I think that in a few years, the difference between investing and impact investing will vanish. But today's impact funds are looking for investments in specific sectors like clean energy, microfinance, healthcare, agri, etc. If you're in that space, your chances of getting funding from such investors is higher. Given the size of opportunity with sustainability, the valuations can also be attractive. Every business owner should have a good knowledge of who these investors are and what do they focus on. A good source of it can be the newspapers. Keep making note of who these investors are and get in touch with them. Investors may say no to your current proposal, but it's good to understand their focus and investment criteria. The sixth point is access to talent. The most important resource required for growth is people. Most business owners think it's capital, but we think it's people. I spoke to you about changing preferences in people and that is much more prominent among younger generations. The challenge here is that the owners of most businesses are above 50 years, whereas the bright young talent with fresh new ideas are in their 20s. These younger generations want to work for companies that are socially responsible. To attract such talent, you need to highlight what you are doing in the company to be more socially responsible. And to retain them, you will have to be genuine about that, else they are going to leave you. The seventh point is have good mentors. I was very fortunate to have two extremely well-informed mentors from whom I learned about sustainability and how to practically implement that in businesses. My first mentor is Knut Shar, who was the CEO of the Norwegian Pension Fund and also helped launch Principles of Responsible Investment at the UN. My second mentor is Frode, who is the managing partner of FSN Capital, who taught me on how to make sustainability a priority in a business and implement that into every process. So Knut and Frode, if you ever listen to this podcast, a big thanks to you. Similarly, we encourage SME business owners to choose mentors who have some experience or interest in sustainability. Gather new ideas and gradually work towards making sustainability the core of your business. The eighth and the last point is live the sustainability values in your own life. 
Someone recently asked me that most companies have value statements. Do they serve any purpose? My answer was that if those values don't reflect the values that the owner demonstrates on an everyday basis in their interaction with employees, customers and investors, those values are not worth the paper on which they are printed on. Let's say if integrity is a value for the for a company but the owner doesn't act with integrity then it means nothing same is the case with sustainability if you are not living a sustainable life that will also not reflect in the business mr motilal oswal is an accomplished businessman in india i follow him on twitter and today morning his tweet was there are very few people who are successful wealthy and happy you need to decide what makes you happy we believe that pursuing sustainable growth will ensure that you will lead a happier life in this section we told you some practical things you can do to pursue sustainable growth we will end this podcast with three things that you should not be doing when it comes to sustainability first thing avoid green washing Greenwashing is a phenomenon where you claim to be doing something sustainable but actually that may not be the case. Most companies project themselves as clean and green companies but they are the most polluting companies. When it comes to clean energy or organic products the the regulations are still very weak and so many companies are taking shortcuts and launching substandard products. So avoid greenwashing and pursue sustainability in a genuine way. Second, being sustainable is not about being unprofitable. We have looked at several businesses in the renewable energy space in India. Many have experienced rapid growth because there are several government funded projects, but the business models are still not fully established and most of the business models are unviable. When a new sector opens up the barriers to entry are low and a lot of technical people rush into setting up businesses many such businesses will also get funded because there's a dearth of such investment opportunities but that doesn't mean that the business model is viable in the medium to long term some of the experts in the field of sustainability are of the view that their definition of impact investing is investing in companies with low returns on capital for example an investor recently told me that they did not invest in companies in the south or west of india they focused more on the companies in the north and east of india as these companies did not have access to funding and capital it takes all types of investors and companies to address the big sustainability goals as far as smes are concerned focus on sustainability but always build a profitable and scalable business model this is the third and the final point on things that you should not do don't get lost in jargon related to sustainability focus on making real impact Many companies and investors are lost in jargon like CSR, ESG, impact investing, sustainability development goals, principles of responsible investment, uh, sustainability metrics. This has also become a big business in itself. 
don't get lost in this jargon i lend this podcast with an example of a very good friend of mine who's also an impact investor his name is anders lea anders played a key role in establishing araku coffee which is sourced from india and is now a premium coffee brand in europe anders is making an attempt to create a more sustainable livelihood for coffee farmers in araku araku is a hill station close to uh, visakhapatnam in andhra pradesh and he has been able to create a successful for profit international coffee brand as the owners of sme businesses focus on sustainability as a mega trend and use that to scale your business in this episode we've tried to convey three things first to understand what sustainability growth means and why all businesses should make it a priority second we explained a few practical tips you can follow to pursue sustainable growth third we explained some of the things you should avoid doing when it comes to sustainability thanks once again for listening to our podcast if this episode has helped you in any way please do leave a comment and share the episode with your friends you can find the show notes of this podcast on our website hansapartners.in there are links to connect with us on linkedin and twitter it would be great to connect with you and if you have any specific questions or feedback do write to us and we'll try to respond thanks once again for listening to the hansa podcast